The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace, as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods, as well as conventional medical practices, to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now, to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another fantastic For the Love of Reiki show. And I am so tickled today to have joining me again, Richard Gordon. And today I will be interviewing Richard, who is a visionary, best-selling author and founder of Quantum Touch. And I just want to say, Richard, welcome. Thank you for joining us again. I had so much great feedback from your show last year. Oh, well, it's really my pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm honored. And I know you have been in the holistic health field for 40 years, have practitioners in over 50 countries, and your books are in 17 languages. So can you Mm -hmm. please tell the audience what led you to follow that path and some of the highlights of where it has taken you? Well, I started when my health was getting worse and worse. So I went to see a doctor, and the doctor gave me some of the worst advice I'd ever heard in my life. I had had lung problems, skin problems, intestinal problems, energy problems, all kinds of stuff going on. I knew I wasn't well. And the doctor said, well, yeah, you got a lot of symptoms, but nothing's really bad enough yet for me to treat. So why don't you come back when you feel worse? And I thought, well, that's just horrible advice. And so I went to a holistic health school where I learned polarity therapy. I was so astounded by that that I wrote a book on the subject. And months before the book came out, I was even more astounded to meet a man named Robert Rasmussen, who showed me that he was straightening out my girlfriend's scoliosis in about eight minutes, right in front of my eyes. I just couldn't believe that was possible, but... I eventually apprenticed with him, took over in his retirement, and then radically and completely evolved the man's work to make it more elegant, faster, easier, more fun, and far more powerful. So that's sort of where it started, and it continues to evolve. And I can honestly tell you that this last couple of weeks, I have been more excited about the work than I ever have in my life because I'm continuing to make new discoveries, and I'm not even ready to talk about all of them yet. Just, oh, oh, so we, can you share any are, of that with us, or you're what, just what not I, ready? What I, can share, what I can share, and I'm not ready to share it in detail yet, because mm-hmm. I'm still exploring. I'm making new discoveries almost every single day. Oh. But I have a way of learning about the subject of consciousness in regard to energy healing. 
and I'm learning things about consciousness that people have only theorized, and I'm able to actually nail them down and have a way of proving that uh, things about consciousness. And so, just like the double slit experiment, for those who understand the most famous experiment in physics in modern times, showed us the secret nature of of light and electrons and matter. Um, and like the Rosetta Stone shows us, you know, how to understand ancient Egyptian language, uh, this shows us how to understand aspects of consciousness using life force energy that we could only speculate or theorize. So I'm so excited to be on this forefront of these new discoveries. And in the next so many months, this will all become public as I know more about it, but people can stay in touch with us through our newsletters. But this is a breakthrough. And, oh, we're going to get a double-blind study soon, too, showing uh, energy healing at work, uh, doing things that are considered physiologically impossible. So I've probably jumped way ahead of myself on this interview, but I'm pretty excited right now. Oh, that is so exciting. Wow, I love it. I, I can't wait to hear more. How, how exciting for you. Mm-hmm. And yes. you have... This, you know, I can only imagine with 40 years in this, what you've seen evolve in the healing and in the quantum touch. And, and for example, now you mentioned you first entered into polarity therapy. Tell us real quick for those listeners that don't know what that is, what that is exactly. Okay, Reiki, I suppose most of the listeners have some familiarity with Reiki. Well, Reiki uses the key. The Chinese call it chi, the yogis call it prana, and as you've acknowledged, it's the life force energy. Well, polarity therapy was invented by a man named Randolph Stone uh, from Germany, and it uses the life force energy, and he believed uh, he had kind of a, a magnetic model of, of reality, so the feet would have a more negative charge and the top of the head a more positive charge, and you'd connect positive and negative and you'd get a flow of life force energy. And by the time my book came out on the subject, which was in 11 languages and was a bestseller, um, I was losing interest in polarity therapy even by the time the book came out because I was fascinated with life force energy, but I didn't quite believe all the theories anymore about polarity therapy. Even though it worked, I didn't think it worked for the reasons they said it worked. So the, the ritual was fine. But the phenomena was much deeper than what I thought I was learning. So I, wa- I was breaking rules and doing things, and I got some pl- polarity people upset with me. But bottom line was, we were seeing miraculous sessions happening. And then when I met Bob Rasmussen and got introduced to the basis of quantum touch, I was astounded all over again that it was so much faster and more elegant. We could see things we'd never imagined possible. That is so excited. That I mean, so exciting. I love it. And can you compare the Reiki and quantum touch techniques that have helped heal people and, and possibly even share a few stories with us? Oh, of course. Um, the Reiki is great because it's using the life force energy to accelerate the healing process. I would say exactly the same thing for quantum touch. But there's some profound differences between the two. Reiki 
requires no work on the part of the practitioner. You just be there and wait for the energy to start flowing, and it will flow. With quantum touch, we're working. We're using uh, deep breathing, body, various, various deep breathing techniques, body awareness exercises where we're consciously moving our awareness through our bodies, learning to link the two together. And what happens is we bring the energy right away. It's a, we turn it on like a light switch. Boom, your hands are just vibrating like crazy almost instantly. Um, so another difference is the, uh, we have no symbols or attunements. Uh, we don't need them because uh, we just bring the energy in and we amp it up very strongly. Uh, we have no set hand positions. We use a complicated technique called the where does it hurt technique, and we place our hands wherever the problems are and let the energy flow. We can be very aware of how the energy is flowing, as I suppose you could with Reiki, by the sensations you feel in your hands, and that will give you a lot of information, even if you're not psychic. Another difference is that when I interviewed a whole room full of Reiki practitioners, and almost half of them were masters, uh, what I saw, I asked a question, how many of you ever feel tired or drained at the end of a session? Now, that's not supposed to happen, but it can and sometimes does. And half of them raised their hands. And the reason for that is because uh, Reiki does not teach people a way of consciously raising the vibration of their own life force energy during a session. So all healing, in my opinion, is a function of what I call resonance and entrainment. When two things vibrate at different frequencies, either the lower frequency matches the high one, the high one matches the low one, or they meet in the middle somewhere. In quantum touch, we learn to raise our vibration very high through the breathing body awareness that I just mentioned. Uh, in, but if that isn't being done, there's the only other ways of keeping your vibration high is through love and gratitude and positive emotional states. So if a practitioner who doesn't know how to do the breathing body awareness, lets themselves slide into self-pity, pain, suffering, worry, anxiety, and so forth, they can slip their energy and let it come down, and then what happens is they match the person they're working on, and that's when the practitioner can feel drained. Well, that doesn't happen with quantum touch, because even if the practitioner is having like one of the worst days of their life, both the practitioner and the client will be raised in energy and receive a healing. There was a physician, Dr. Jerry Pittman, who wrote that in its elegance, quantum touch first provides healing for the practitioner. So you asked about sessions also. We've seen a wide range of things happening that, like I say, are seemingly unprecedented, like a fetal alcohol syndrome baby where the prognosis, of a 30 to 40 IQ and lifelong institutionalization addicted to amphetamines uh, turn into an above average child of average height and weight uh, who is brilliantly smart and now can see energy clearly. We've seen cases where uh, the doctor says we're going to have to amputate the leg due to uh, gangrene and then after some sessions, they say, well, we'll have to take it from the knee down. Then we'll have to take it from the uh, ankle down, and then we'll have to take the foot. Now we'll have to take the toes. And they kept saying, no, no, we're, we're working on this. Don't worry. And then the toes are okay. And gradu 
just working through the system. I interviewed a couple of my instructors on a podcast called uh, The Possible Human, and they were working with mental health problems from Alzheimer's, addictions, uh, from Parkinson's disease, bipolar, depression, and ADD, and, and so forth, and they were seeing everything being transformed. Well, I asked, did it happen all at once? No, sometimes three, four sessions, whatever. Well, how did you know? They said, well, we just kept seeing progress, and we just kept working forward. Are you just telling me your favorite stories? Well, of course we are, but we're surprised when we don't see results, not, not when we do. And they, one was working out of England, I mean, Scotland, rather, and the other was working here in Los Angeles. So we're seeing these phenomena, and many of which have not been documented yet. And one of the ones that I've been playing with as a way of understanding reality is moving cranial bones with consciousness. So sometimes people have the occipital ridge, those are the bones at the back of the head, that are tied, they're connected with these weird-looking sutures like rivers between bones, where the bones that are very misaligned at the back of the head, there's no physiological way that they can move a long distance, according to physiology. And yet, like clockwork, about one out of five people have them so misaligned that if a person puts their thumbs up to the back of their head, they can feel clearly if the left or right side is higher. I can meditate for five seconds, or I can teach people to do this too, and the bones will roll right back into alignment without a touch, without even suggestion. This is widely considered physiologically impossible, and yet it happens. So I got these little videos that I put up at one point where um, I had people feel the back of their head, and I said, can you feel if one side's higher than the other? And they say, oh, yeah, my right side's higher. Okay. Now, leave your fingers on the sides of your head. I'm going to meditate. And about five seconds later or less, I say, okay, feel it now. And I get the same reaction most of the time where a person's eyes start darting to the left and right over and over and over again. And then they get this huge grin on their face and they, and they burst out laughing. You go, how is this possible? <laughs> because it is mind-blowing. And yet, this is like a switch to tell me if something is working. So this, yes. is, this tells me that, oh, if I do this and this and I get this reaction, well, clearly this wasn't just a psychological mechanism because there's no precedent for being able to untwist a person's hips or unroll the cranial bones. And so it's a way that I'm able to get yes and no answers about consciousness and reality that have been just completely mysterious to the culture. Oh, it, it is mind-blowing. Oh, my goodness. What could be done with this, you know, if, if we get more word out and more training and documentation? This, it is so huge, Richard. I know. Well, consider the big discoveries and breakthroughs of the world have always been met with massive resistance. And so whether the world was flat or round, whether the Earth was the center of the universe, the germ theory and so forth, whatever it was that was introduced had to be met with tremendous resistance. And in my opinion, the understanding that love is actually 
real. It isn't just brain activity. It isn't just a you know a greeting card or a behavior, electrochemical reaction in the brain. It is a real force that has physiological impact on other people and things, and we are learning how to harness the power of our love and be able to use it for the benefit of all. This is this is a breakthrough that I hope in my lifetime I get to see go mainstream, but it is clearly something that everybody can learn because I've been proving that for decades now. Oh my gosh, that's fascinating. And and I love you saying that about the power of love. I myself in my kitchen have a note that I look at every day. Love is the ultimate power because I really truly believe that. But it's actually true. It's not just that you believe it. I can prove it. And here's another thing. For all the people who practice Reiki, here's a way to make your sessions better instantly. We, you can use a, a little quantum touch technique. It's called the, where do, uh, the what you love most technique. Just think about what you love most. Uh, a baby, a friend, a cat, puppy, whoever. Just whatever it is. Just really tap into that love when you're doing your session, and you will get a little bit of improvement. Uh, we've got, by the way, we have, I'd say, probably a fourth of all of our practitioners in quantum touch are Reiki people who have found that they can integrate the quantum touch with the Reiki and get great benefit by combining them together. Some of them have actually uh, just let Reiki go and done quantum touch, but most of them keep the Reiki and combine it with a quantum touch. So it's useful either way. It's a standalone therapy or it can be combined with virtually any other therapy that exists. And we encourage people to link it with whatever else they know. So the physical therapist told me he can no longer practice physical therapy in good conscience now that he knows quantum touch because he says what he learned in school to do physical therapy feels archaic and medieval compared to the results that he gets simply using quantum touch. This is so fascinating. Oh, my gosh. And and I love your little Reiki technique. And what comes to mind is when they think of that that person or that thing that they love, they're going to be so filled with love. I, what That's a great... Right. Oh, yes. And that will actually help keep them from ever becoming drained. Wow. But if you want to amp the energy up double, triple, or far more, learn to do the breathing and body awareness exercises of quantum touch. And then if you want to take it even further, you can learn the level two quantum touch. And the level two quantum touch allows you to do things way beyond. So, for instance, say you have your hand in one position, but you want to work on a sprained ankle on the, on the left foot, or you want to work on a broken toe, uh, you could be holding a person's head and working on their broken toe. You could be working on five parts of their body simultaneously. You could work on multiple people simultaneously. And you can see the results right before your eyes. You can adjust the person's posture from across the room or across the world. You can see it over Skype. There's a whole set of new human abilities that have not been uh, well documented by 
the medical industry, but are clearly documented by everybody doing this work. And they can see it right before your eyes. Oh, Richard, this is this is just so fascinating. Uh, I just absolutely love hearing this information. Um, we do need to pop out for a commercial. Everyone, we will be right back with more information and more inspiration from Richard. Are you ready to experience the wonderful healing benefits of Reiki? Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki, one of the top shows on Voice America's Health and Wellness Channel, has put together the Love of Reiki Practitioner Directory. It is a growing list of practitioners and teachers of Reiki and other healing modalities. Go to lovereikiradio.com to search for a practitioner or teacher in your area, as well as products and materials from around the world. Again, that's lovereikiradio.com. Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide, as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife. Beginning from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday and the third Saturday of every month in your time zone, this healing wave of prayer and positive energy will ripple around the planet, creating a 24-hour wave of Reiki, love, and healing to all the members of the animal kingdom. Animals feed us, they clothe us, they comfort us, and inspire us. We live with them in our homes and in our communities, and we send this healing wave of light to them to express our gratefulness to them for their gifts to all humanity. Please join with us as we create a new movement of Reiki energy with the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Write to Paula to share your thoughts and experiences with Reiki. Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Paula Vale of For the Love of Reiki has an exciting offer for you. However you may know of Paula, you now have the means of exposing your business through Paula's massive following. Starting at a very conservative $29.99 a month, you can advertise your products and services on Paula's directory. Ask about the priority listing and see what additional perks you can take advantage of. Act immediately to be exposed to millions. To apply, go to lovereikiradio.com and look for the practitioner directory sign-up page. Again, that's lovereikiradio.com. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. And if you're just tuning in, I am here today with Richard Gordon, and we are discussing quantum healing and so much more. Oh my gosh, the benefits of quantum touch and, and many other modalities. Richard, I just uh, love everything that we're, we're hearing from you. It, it's absolutely, it's fascinating. It takes your breath away. And I would like to mention Dr. C. Norman Sheely, founding president of the American Holistic Medical Association, she called your work 
the first technique that may truly allow us all to become healers. How did that come about? Well, actually, I I met um, Elmer Green, who was considered widely considered the father of biofeedback, one of the most inspirational people I've ever known. And I told him and showed him my work, and he said, it's not enough to get Dr. Norman Sheely excited about your work. We've got to actually get him to research it. And I thought, wow, this is great. So I went, I flew out to Missouri to go to Norm's lab, and when I met him, uh, he, he confided in me. And he said, look, i got to tell you out front, I'm real skeptical. I would never have invited you here had it not been for my dearest friend, Elmer Green, because I'll do anything he says. But this is not on my list of things I wanted to do. Okay, that's fine. And so then he, he sets me up with his secretary, accountant, and nurses to work on them. And everyone has their pain disappear in minutes. It was just like, okay, next, next, and so forth. Neck pain, back pain, elbow pain, that, you know, the typical kind of stuff people have. And then he said, well, let's give you somebody a little more challenging. So he walks me into a room, and there's this woman in her 90s with a walker, and she can barely snail her way across the room, these tiny steps about two or three inches across. And they get, she gives her history for like a half an hour. And I realized when you're 90, you have a lot of history. And then I raise my hand and say, is it okay if I show you what I do? And they said, yeah. So I have her stand up. And one of her hips is massively higher than the other. Everybody can see it across the room. And I, this is before I knew the level two work. And I just lightly touched, as lightly as I can physically touch. I don't want to breathe too hard in case she breaks because she has severe osteoporosis. And a few seconds later, about maybe 15, 20 seconds later, I said, take a look at this. And her doctor comes over and she gets on one knee and she measures the woman's hips and her jaw literally drops open and her eyes are wide. Because that's impossible. You can't adjust a person's hips while they're standing. Every chiropractor knows that. They put a person on their side, throw a knee over the side of the table, and crunch them in two directions. Mm -hmm. And here we just did it. And then she says, oh, I can walk much more comfortably now as she sprints across the floor at about one mile an hour. And then on the way back to Norm's guest house where I was staying while I was at his place, um, I said, Norm, are you impressed? And he said, nope, not impressed. I, I said, well, you know, I couldn't be more successful than I was today. I don't always, it's not always that good. He said, well, I said, what's going to take to impress you? He said, well, I think some of those people might have liked you a little bit. And I think some of them might have even been open to what you were doing. And then I could see this almost sadistic joy in his eyes as he said, I don't have to do double blinds on everything I do. I just have to make this test so rigorous. I can't believe anything but the outcome. So tomorrow and the next day, I've got you set up to do sessions on my most difficult chronic pain patients. Well, what does that mean? These are people with 20 and 30 years of constant pain who have never been helped by any traditional or alternative therapy. Okay, I got my work cut out. So I decide immediately that what I'm going to do is give a really fast one, one or two-hour class to his staff, including Norm. And we're going to do group sessions on these people because I need all the help I can get. And the result was, of these one-hour sessions we gave to all his 
difficult chronic pain patients, everyone experienced between a 30 and 70% reduction in pain, and the pain relief was lasting two weeks later when Norm called me to tell me this. And so this was a big surprise. Before we did the sessions, he said, Richard, you realize you're a world-class healer. I said, Norm, this is a basic human skill. I said, no, no, you're just being too modest. You're a world-class healer. Said, no, Norm, basic human skill. <laughs> and we went back and forth about this for a while. Then when he called me up the next time, he said, Richard, um, I, oh, by the way, I didn't tell you this part of the story. I, he had me set up where I could affect people's brainwaves at a distance using an EEG. And I, got, I had the most profound shift in brainwaves that he had ever seen. He had tested Olga Worrell, Esteban, and all these other very famous healers. And that's when he told me I was a world-class healer. And so then he tested his nurses that I had trained, and every one of them was able to affect EEG at a distance. And I got to tease him a little bit and said, Norm, uh, what do you think? It looks like every one of your staff are world-class healers. And he laughed and said, okay, don't rub it in, you know. But <laughs> there it was. We had these abilities. And then he called Quantum Touch the first technique that may truly allow us all to become healers. And it really is a way for us to be able to focus and amplify the life force energy. And that's the difference with, the, with Reiki. Reiki is great. But what if you could focus and amplify it so the fire that you're creating becomes a bonfire. What if the energy moves so fast that you can actually watch bones slide back into place within seconds, bring down the inflammation more quickly? And so it's been called turbocharging the Reiki, supercharging the Reiki, and one fellow called it Reiki on steroids because <laughs> it, it's really the same thing. We're all working with the same love energy and the same life force energy. There's no difference. It's just we're learning how to focus and amplify it. That's all. Yeah. Oh, that is beautiful. Oh, how wonderful that, that Dr. Norman uh, did all that. And, and he really opened his eyes and, you know, it, it oh, yeah. made a lot of changes for a lot of people. That It's fascinating. It is just fascinating. And with us in a new year, Richard... What would you say then to what are some quick and simple quantum touch techniques that, that can help everyday people, to, to everyone out there? Well, and unfortunately, it doesn't lend itself to a quick technique. I can kind of show people what it's like to start running the energy. But um, there is something that will be coming out in about a month, month and a half from now. And I encourage people to get on our newsletter at quantumtouch.com. And it's going to be a new course that I call The Art of Youthing, Y-O-U-T-H-I-N-G, as opposed to aging. It's about slowing, stopping, and potentially reversing the aging process and having much more vitality. And at the very least, having a longer, more satisfying life. It's about changing everything. We're working a lot with energy, but also lifestyle every single aspect. So there's like 60 chapters to this audio course, and it'll be out probably in about four to six weeks from now. So if people are interested, that's definitely something that everybody can participate in. And if they check with our website, 
and just get on our newsletter, you'll you'll certainly get notice of it when it becomes ready. We're just wrapping up the final stages of preparation for it, so we're just getting it set. Oh, that's exciting! That's that's exciting, and yeah, and also, how can parents use quantum touch energy for oh their children? Oh my God, it it is spectacular for parents because you know the countless boo boos and injuries that the children have you can run the energy uh some children uh want to feel the energy before they go to sleep each night it's kind of a ritual of tucking them in and running energy and then when the children get a little bit older and mom has a headache the child wants to be doing the healing for mom or grandma and so forth so the whole family participates in the in the energy work you see it's it's actually, if you broke it down into really simplistic terms, it's a way for people to share love. And it's a non-threatening way. So we have all these categories, the love of a husband to a wife, a mother to a child, and so forth. But we don't have any language for the love of one entity toward another as a, as a spiritual being caring directly for another spiritual being without a reason, without a motivation, like a relative or a lover or something like this. Mm -hmm. It's just because you exist and I exist and I have compassion. So if somebody had a bad back, what, what I want to see in my lifetime is spontaneously people healing each other at airports oh. where somebody's doing hands-on healing on somebody else at an airport because they need it. Yes. or at a cafe, or anywhere you happen to be in line at a movie theater, that people realize, I have this inside me, and it feels good to give, and you have a need right now, and it feels good for me to care, and it feels good to receive, and we're all uplifting each other through this action. Yes, yes. Where, uh, where would you recommend, or is it on your website, where any of the listeners can go to find more information to learn oh, these of course. techniques and get involved. Yeah, yeah. quantumtouch.com. You'll immediately see our mailing list and you get on that. Um, we have instructors around the world. We've got, like you said, practitioners in over 50 countries uh, that you can get sessions from. We've got books. We've got an online video training course where people can take like an online uh course in quantum touch and the best thing to do if you're watching that video is to have somebody else there so you can practice on and they can practice on you because you'll never know how good it was without getting a session um we've got so many resources available for people to be able to experience and learn this work so just go to quantumtouch.com and there's also books in quantum touch the power to heal and the new human uh, two Quantum Touch books that you can access, you know, on Quantum Touch or on Amazon as well. So these things are completely available. Oh, I love that. I love that. Because, you know, and that, you know, why would ordinary people with busy lives want to learn this? Um, what do you say to them if they're like, well, we're, oh, we're so busy, we don't have time? What would you say to them? I would say very few people are interested in becoming energy practitioners as a career. And that's as it should be. 
But everybody would want to know how to do the work because maybe it's only for one hour a year. You really want to know how to do energy healing. Believe me, you're in some situation where it's necessary and it's an essential human skill to be able to do this work. Now, energy healing is incredibly inspiring. You can tap into very deep levels of love. You can feel very connected spiritually when you do it. And it can be really boring, to be honest, because you're just hanging out. You're just enjoying having your hands on someone and running energy and doing the whole process. So it isn't for everybody to learn to become a practitioner, but it is for everybody to learn because there's somebody in your life you care about who needs help now. And it might even be yourself because you could burn your hand badly and run in the energy and 15, 20 minutes later, there's no pain. The blister's gone or disappearing and you're fine. So these things are available, but it's not for everybody but it is for everybody to learn, but not for everybody to practice. Oh, that is beautiful. That is beautiful because it's, it's so life-changing. And can you imagine, you know, as the numbers grow, how many people learning this, what a, an effect that can make on our planet? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. It's, it's profound. And... It's time. The time is, has come for us to take our power back in every regard. Yes, yes. And this is a means for doing that, isn't it? It's, it's clearly one of the most empowering things I can imagine because we've been culturally led to believe that we're powerless on every level. And so whether it's to take your problem to the doctor to fix you or the educational system that just has people read and repeat garbage over and over again, it's the, uh, the, so, ma so many of the different systems of the world are all designed to not encourage individuation and self-actualization. And here we are in a place where here is something that you can actually do right now that is so beautiful, so powerful, and so healing. Yes, yes. Oh, I just, it's fascinating, and it's so exciting. It is just so exciting that this is becoming more well-known. Gosh. Yeah. Well, um, Richard, I'm afraid it's time to pop out for another commercial. So. Sure. Everyone, we will be right back. Are you ready to experience the wonderful healing benefits of Reiki? Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki, one of the top shows on Voice America's health and wellness channel, has put together the Love of Reiki Practitioner Directory. It is a growing list of practitioners and teachers of Reiki and other healing modalities. Go to lovereikiradio.com to search for a practitioner or teacher in your area, as well as products and materials from around the world. Again, that's lovereikiradio.com. Paula Vale of For the Love of Reiki has an exciting offer for you. 
However you may know of Paula, you now have the means of exposing your business through Paula's massive following. Starting at a very conservative $29.99 a month, you can advertise your products and services on Paula's directory. Ask about the priority listing and see what additional perks you can take advantage of. Act immediately to be exposed to millions. To apply, go to lovereikiradio.com and look for the practitioner directory sign-up page. Again, that's lovereikiradio.com. Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide, as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife. Beginning from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday and the third Saturday of every month in your time zone, this healing wave of prayer and positive energy will ripple around the planet, creating a 24-hour wave of Reiki, love, and healing to all the members of the animal kingdom. Animals feed us, they clothe us, they comfort us, and inspire us. We live with them in our homes and in our communities, and we send this healing wave of light to them to express our gratefulness to them for their gifts to all humanity. Please join with us as we create a new movement of Reiki energy with the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Write to Paula to share your thoughts and experiences with Reiki. Paula at wellnessinspired.com. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. And I am chatting with Richard Gordon today about quantum touch and so much more. And Richard, you have such history and you have authored so many books. So for the listeners out there who are excited now and anxious to look at your books and research and get online, any recommendation for where they should start, like which book to order first, or anything along that line? I think Quantum Touch, The Power to Heal, is the best starting place because it gives people simple directions on the breathing and body awareness exercises. I never held anything back in the books. I never said, oh, you got to take the course to learn something. I don't play that game. I know a lot of authors will, will say, uh, Here's this really inspiring book about my subject. Now you have to take this expensive course to, uh, to learn how to do it. I don't do that. I just give you all the information directly. And, but even after the people read the book, they want to, most of them want to experience the work directly by taking a course and have that, that direct hands-on with the instructor experience. But you can learn it directly. I remember talking to one fellow who said, he picked up my book, got up to chapter three, started working on a broken nose. He had broken his nose like a dozen times doing martial arts as a teenager. Oh and he just ran the energy in, and he could feel things moving around in his face. When he went back in the house and looked in the mirror, he saw that his nose was straight instead of all bent. And it's, it's just like you can pick up the book and start doing it right away. It, it's that easy because... 
nothing is, is that esoteric or challenging. These are all basic human skills. And if they weren't basic human skills, we wouldn't be able to easily do them. Yes, yes, because really it is basic and really fairly simple, would you say? Yeah. Well, as I said before, we're using deep breathing techniques, a series of different kinds of breath and different kinds of body awareness where we're sweeping our awareness through our body in different patterns. And then we learn how to link the breathing with the body awareness. So they're all part of the same thing. It's not just breathing and it's not just body awareness. It's the linking of the breathing and body awareness that raises our life force energy to unprecedentedly high levels. Then when you put your hands on somebody, then their body has to match the vibration of your hands, and then their body and spiritual intelligence decides how to do the healing. We like to say that the definition of a healer is someone who is sick and got well, and a great healer is someone very sick who got well quickly. Because ultimately, all healing is self-healing. And so it's that simple. No one really knows how you heal a paper cut. You know, you slice your finger a little bit. How do you heal that? How do you get the skin to repair? How do you get the cells to heal? How do you get the nerve cells and the blood vessels and everything else to heal? This is beyond human comprehension. But we rely on the spiritual intelligence to do the work. So the work from our perspective looks very simple. The body's doing all the complicated stuff. Oh, I love it. And you know, Richard, you know, in today's busy, busy times, I think we tend to forget how important our breathing is. You know, how we Oh, for sure. Yes, yes. Well, there's this fellow in... um, in Holland named Wim Hof, who does a very similar breathing technique, and he has set 26 world records. He's known as the Iceman, and he's sat in an ice tub for two hours. He climbed Mount Everest in his shorts. He ran a marathon in the Arctic, and he ran another marathon without water in the the driest, hottest desert in the world. And he uses a technique extremely similar to quantum touch to do these superhuman feats. And he's aware that he's using prana. I heard him say it in an interview, but he doesn't like to talk about it because he doesn't want to be the mystic. And when, as soon as you talk about prana or ki or chi, you know, you, now you're the mystic. But he has ab- been able to raise his immune system doing something so similar to quantum touch that when injected with endotoxins, He and his students who got injected did not get violently sick. They didn't get sick at all because they were able to affect their own autonomic nervous system. Like I say, the realm of possibilities and of exploration right now are so wide open. It's never been this exciting. Wow, that's amazing. So he was able to boost his immune system so that that... Icy water or that low temperature didn't even affect him? Well, the icy water was because he was able to hyperoxygenate himself. 
and get his, his body intelligence and his autonomic nervous system. When he's in an ice tank, what they found was his skin actually goes down to just a few degrees above freezing. But his core temperature actually rises from where it was before he started. So he's actually warmer on the inside. Yeah, his skin's cold, but he's actually warmer on the outside than he was when he started. And he stayed in an ice bath for two hours. But it was the endotoxins that make people really sick. And they injected him and his students with endotoxins. And none of them had the symptoms of illness. And they use the, the breathing and somewhat body awareness. So similar to my work. It's amazing that they were able to do these things. Um, we're just mostly focused in quantum touch on raising your own vibration to help other people. But Wim Hof took it in a completely different direction. So he's got an entirely different basket of the miraculous that he shows than the basket that I'm carrying around that I show. Wow, that is just amazing. That is just amazing. And I, you mentioned earlier about what you have coming out, the art of youthing. Can you give us yes. a little teaser about that? I'm actually very excited um, yeah. to um, see that. Well, you can, there's a couple videos on YouTube called the, um, where I'm talking about the art of using. So you can look up art of using on YouTube and you can see a couple of videos. But what, what happens is if you realize that if you build a little tower of blocks and you knock them over, that's going from order to disorder or from order to entropy where things break down. How do you get the blocks to go back up again? Well, you would need three things. You'd need intention, energy, and, and the desire to do so. Well, what we're doing with life force energy is we're using the desire, the intention, and the energy to get the repair to occur. The body has the ability to heal itself. And all these scientists who try to figure it out it's kind of like trying to figure out how to get the cells to heal themselves. It's beyond human intelligence. But if you do all the lifestyle things and just change 2% a week, don't, don't go switching from, okay, I'm eating junk food to I'm going to start eating good food. Don't try to do it all at once. Just change 2% a week. Do a very gradual, loving, gentle shift inside your life. Your body doesn't want to shift too quickly. And that's what I'm encouraging. I'm encouraging all these changes in your life on every level, physical, emotional, nutritional, lifestyle, and primarily energetic changes where everything is going to be better all the time. And then let that body and spiritual intelligence work. Also, learn to reprogram the DNA and the mitochondria because they have kind of an old program, and the program and our belief systems, for that matter, are set to break down and degenerate. And what we do with this is we gradually shift all the programs inside of ourselves, have more energy, more vitality, more youthfulness, more passion. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to turn 68 this year, and 
I can't even begin to relate to that. I am physically stronger than I've ever been in my life. I play golf with my buddies, and they're my age, and I'm hitting the ball 20, 30, 40, 50 yards farther than them because their bodies have been breaking down. And I'm actually more strong than I've ever been. So uh, the potentials are here. And it's, we're just at the beginning because we keep making these new discoveries and we don't know the limits of what's possible. And that's one of the most exciting things for me is being on that cusp where we see the possibilities are stretched out before us and we don't know the limits of where we can go with it. Yes, yes. That is so exciting. And it's so amazing. And something I have found so amazing, you know, with seeing the changes myself is you eat less, you sleep less. You That's right. It, it's amazing. It's, actually, these are things that I, I mentioned because what happens is when you get more, when you eat the better foods, and you get more of your energy from the key or the prana, you actually need to eat less and less as you go along because you, bec- you are becoming a, from a 20% to a 40% to a 60% breatharian. You're actually getting some of your nutritional needs met from the prana. And some people will go further than that, like my business partner, Jennifer. She's probably about a 70, 75% breatharian now. She'll not eat anything till the evening many times, and maybe she'll just have a pear or a small salad with some blueberries or something. It's, it's getting to be amazing how little she actually eats calorically. I'm probably down to about seven, 800 calories a day myself. She's down to about three or 400 calories a day, and she works out every day. She's a trapeze artist who's performed in shows. She's 44 now. She's, um, oh, and her first book is going to come out soon. Take a look at this one. It's going to be called Love Incorporated. Not out yet. I but love you it. Can, she's showing people how to keep the passion and the joy in their life and do the things that are most inspiring. It's, it's a brilliant book, and it's getting rave reviews, but it's, it's going to come out on Valentine's Day, so oh, be aware. Perfect. Oh, what perfect timing. Oh, my gosh. Well, Richard, we're down to about 30 seconds left of the show. Any last last words you'd like to say to the listeners? Sure. I would remind people that their love is more valuable than you know. Your love has impact, and it really matters. Oh, thank you, Richard. Thank you. And I just am so grateful to have had you here today, and it's an honor honor and you do so much for the world thank you and thank big you for thank- having me oh thank you a big thank you to our listeners out there in the u.s and around the world i'm just so honored to to share richard with you today and richard this this is your second show and it would be fantastic to have you on again later in the year i just i just love oh, having you well we'll have all kinds of new announcements by then i guarantee it yes and we could even do a show about consciousness with oh we can have. definitely do that that's that's coming up i'm so blown away all right uh, Oh, thank you so much, Richard, and a big goodbye to you, Richard, and goodbye to everyone out there. Love, hugs, and blessings. Love, hugs, and blessings to you, Richard. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. 
Thank you again for tuning into For the Love of Reiki. Please join your host, Paula Vale, again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel to learn more about your better health. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.